0: The speechless tongue, the lifeless ear, you can restore, O Lord. Your ephatha O Savior dear, can instant help afford. For our daily prayer, we use the order of morning prayer found on page 235 in the Lutheran Service Book or page 024 in the middle section of Treasury of Daily Prayer. Let us pray. Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the seventh chapter. And from there Jesus arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house, and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. And immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile For this statement you may go your way, the demon has left your daughter. And she went home, and found the child lying in bed, and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre, and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf, and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome the Reverend Dr. Douglas Spatel.
1: In the name of Jesus. The story of Jesus coming to a man who was deaf and had an impediment of speech shows us how Jesus acts on his behalf for his healing. Likewise, hearing this story, we can learn how Jesus comes to us, acts on our behalf, and heals us. The deaf man lived in the region of the Decapolis, the Ten Cities, a Gentile region outside of Israel that did not worship the true God. They were a people who could lay no claim to the Messiah. After all, they were not the children of Israel. And yet, Jesus went to them. We find ourselves also lost and wandering in the world, a region that does not worship the true God. But Jesus comes into our world, to us, who by our works can lay no claim to righteousness, Jesus takes us to himself. He doesn't just take us aside from the crowd. He takes us to himself in order to heal us and to comfort us. And then he touches us. Sin has broken our relationships. We find ourselves alone even when we're in a crowd. Jesus touched the deaf man, reaching out to him and showing his compassion to him. Jesus touches us in the church through the brotherly touch of a handshake or embrace and certainly through the pastoral touch of absolution, of prayer, and of blessing. Jesus makes himself understood to this man who could understand no words. In the ancient world, spittle was understood to have healing properties. Jesus signified to the deaf man that he would heal him by spitting and touching his ears and tongue. In our world, water is universally understood by us to have cleansing properties. Bread and wine are nourishment for the body. Jesus takes these ordinary elements and makes them extraordinary actions through which he heals us by forgiving our sin. Jesus looked up heaven. He did that many times. He did it at the feeding of the 5,000. He did it here at the healing of the deaf man. He did it to signify that his work is of the Father, to signify that what he is about to do is not magic, but it is of God. He looks up to heaven because he is the one who comes down from heaven. Jesus comes to us at our baptism, through the preaching of the gospel, at the Lord's Supper. These things are the work of God in our lives. And they signify the power of these actions to change our lives. To change our lives, not just for today, but forever. To forgive us. To heal us. And then Jesus sighed. This is the same groaning that we hear him have over the Pharisees who desire to see some sign, some trick. It's the same groaning, the same release of the spirit that we have with Jesus giving up his spirit on the cross. Jesus groans over our sinful condition. It's not simply in pity, and it's certainly not in resignation. He groans as he takes our condition upon himself, and the exchange is made. Jesus is the afflicted one. And we, the deaf man, the blind man, the one unable to walk, the sinner, you, me, we are healed. And Jesus speaks to us. All of Jesus' actions in today's reading lead the deaf man to hear Jesus' word. Ephatha, he is opened completely. He can hear the Lord, and his tongue is loosed to speak God's praise. All of Jesus' actions in the church and in your life lead you to hear his word. All of Jesus' actions are combined with his word. The word of God is powerful to create, to forgive, and to heal. Because Jesus is the word of God. And this word of God, Jesus, brings us into eternal communion, an eternal relationship with the Father by being the word. The deaf man was taken by Jesus, and Jesus acted on his behalf. He healed him. He opened him, and he loosed his tongue. So, too, Jesus has done this in your life. He has taken you, baptized you, forgiven you all your sins. He feeds you and nurtures you with his word and sacraments. And he opens you, your ears, your eyes, your mind, your heart, to a new way to his way, the way, to eternal life, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Let us pray. O Lord, let your merciful ears be open to the prayers of your humble servants and grant that what they ask may be in accord with your gracious will. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God
2: Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen.
1: Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray.